Hello everyone. Before we get to the cast proper, we just wanted to address the events that have happened in America over the last week or so. We, along with the rest of the world, were shocked by the events that happened on Capitol Hill last Wednesday. Brought around by the actions of ex-apprentice star and failed hotelier Donald Trump, many members of the Republican Party and the right-wing press in America goading people on to such action. We look forward to the new administration coming in and hopefully bringing the country back together. To all our friends in America, we hope you are okay and we are here for you. Hi there, I'm Ian McAllister. I'm Ian Chandler. And I'm Jamie Adams. And don't worry, we all survived that rogue sound effect at the end of last year. And this is Brainwaves episode 64, bringing you the best in board game and tabletop gaming news. These are the headlines for the week of the 11th of January, 2021. Kickstarter rakes in the tabletop cash. Robber token lands on Catan's beer production and Fantasy Flight Games permaban themselves and all users. All this and more on this episode of Brainwaves. Hello everyone, and welcome to the first Brainwaves of the new year. And it wouldn't be the first Brainwaves of the new year if we weren't looking at Kickstarter once more and the cash it took in 2020. The results are in, and despite everything that 2020 threw us, Kickstarter has done extremely well out of games in general and tabletop gaming in particular. Tabletop games and accessories on the platform took $233 million in 2020, up from $176.3 million, up almost a third. Frosthaven led the pack, that's the new uh, Gloomhaven from uh, Settler of Her Games, that came in at $12.97 million, beating the previous record holder, Kingdom Death Monster, its reprint in 2016. Interestingly, the nearest in computer games was $4.6 million, so not even coming close to the kind of money that board games are taking on the platform. Kickstarter has been reaching out to Japanese creators, and two Japanese-led computer games topped the computer games charts for Kickstarter. And they are also looking to Europe as a potential growth market, according to Luke Crane, who's head of the games section in Kickstarter, uh, with Kickstarter launching in Poland just recently. So they're obviously looking to expand across the world. They're looking out to reach out to other markets. So do we think Kickstarter is going to continue to dominate through 2021, gents? We've seen GameFound launched recently. They've had a very successful first campaign in ISS Vanguard from Awakened Realms. They they have just finished that campaign, sitting at just under $5 million. And that beats their previous game, Etherfields, which funded on Kickstarter, for just under $4 million. So they did better this time round, whether that's just because of their name recognition or a new platform. We don't know. GameFound was originally just a sort of fulfillment side for Kickstarter. Uh, all of us have had a, got a couple of Kickstarters that have been fulfilled through GameFound. So what do you think, gents? Are we going to see more from GameFound, less from Kickstarter over the course of 2021? Or is Kickstarter going to continue to grow? I think Kickstarter has the audience. I mean, GameFound has the built-in audience, which is nice, but Kickstarter is where it's still at. So I think the net result of GameFound doing all these fancy um, and neat batter, backer rewards and website integration, all this stuff, the net result of that might just be pressure on Kickstarter to make their website marginally better. A bit of competition, like, leading yeah. to improvement kind of thing. Yeah, I think there's yeah. there's a reason 
uh, that we use, you know, to crowdfund something in the same way that we look up something on the internet. We don't look up something on the internet. We Google it. Yeah. You, you, oh, you're going to, you're going to kickstart it. Well, that's what that's on. Well, it's going to be on Kickstarter now. Yeah. I mean, even, even if they're using another crowdfunding platform, we still say you're going to kickstart it, don't we? Or if you use Bing or whatever, you, you Google it. Yeah. You Google it on Bing or yeah. <laughs> yeah. My you're head. I like to do that. What's Bing? Uh, it was something that was in a Spider-Man film, I think. Uh, yeah. No, uh, ISS Vanguard looked fantastic. I think gay fans going to do really well. I think, yeah, I think with the success of ISS Vanguard, I think there is going to at least be a surge of companies going, well, they did quite well on GameFound. Maybe we can. Yeah. And I, But I think, as yep. Ian put it so succinctly, it's that healthy competition that is going to mean Kickstarter will have to up their ante to go, okay, this is, uh, this is an actually a serious competitor. Let's see what we can do. Now, when it comes to the end of the year, we might revisit this and go... Remember when Jamie said that? Turns out it was utter mince. Or, turns out when Jamie <laughs> said that, he was a prophet. In which case, I'll take my uh, my adulation and applause now. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm sure all our predictions for 2020 came absolutely true. Well, I said more... Oh, as- yeah, bang on. As I said in the roundup, more asymmetric <laughs> games. And I, I'll still repeat the same joke. I didn't expect it to be people working out their own interfaces at their own computers at home. What roundup was that, Jamie? Was that the excellent end of year cast we did with Josh Hartley from the Unlucky Frog? That was the wonderful Josh Hartley from the fantastic Unlucky Frog. Anyway, while you're congratulating yourself, why don't you crack open a beer? Just don't roll the wrong dice. Yes, I have a little drink in front of me. Mm, Lovely. Now, sadly, it's not beer. Uh, Although it's quite a nice drink. Tool Beer, who is a Danish brewery from just outside Copenhagen in a town called Svinning have announced a Catan-themed beer is going to be available at their brewery and restaurant, and it will be available online soon. I'm using uh, inverted commas with my fingers, which is great for uh, an audio-only application, isn't it? Photos that were posted online at the end of the year showed the Catan logo, imagery, and text on beer cans, with trade, build, drink being a tagline. I thought that was pretty awesome, to be honest. However, there's a big however. Catan Studios makers and license holders of Catan, formerly Settlers of Catan, told wonderful, wonderful site and YouTube channel Dicebreaker, the brewery have acted without their knowledge or permission. That means the Tool Beer Instagram posts featuring the beer have since been deleted, and there's no mention of the beer on their official social media, or it seems almost anywhere else on the internet, it seems like things have been scrubbed clean. Now, what I want to ask you both is, is it a greater crime to release this without permission? Or was a bigger crime to have missed the obvious wheat beer angle? Well, it's obviously the latter there, isn't it? Like, I'm so angry about wheat beer. In fact, why, the, why there weren't right five there different flavours? I, I why weren't five different flavours based on the goods you can trade? I'll tell you why, because I don't want to drink uh, wool beer, wood beer, or ore beer. But I know we posted this up. Uh, I think I put it up in the group discord and Ian you just went why why was there no wheat beer I'm so angry (laughs) still angry so angry right now (laughs) but you know it was a bold step and you know it was one step closer to to Catan becoming a lifestyle brand which was of course um, the phrase touted when Catan shoes were were talked about uh, a couple of podcasts ago so Ian 
don't worry about that. I know there's no wheat beer, but you can console yourself with Catan Snuggly Toys. Oh, yes. Now, released on the 29th of January, which is not too far away, Pop Pickers. I don't know why I said Pop Pickers. This is not Top of the Pops 2, and I'm only 30. (laughs) Wow. There are going to be licensed cuddly toy versions of the Catan Resources. And some of them are subtly anthropomorphized. We have cuddly sheep, a cuddly brick, cuddly wood, cuddly wheat, cuddly ore, and another cuddly sheep, except it's got grey wool and it's got a mask over its eyes, so it makes us think it's some kind of robber sheep. Since you posted that photo, I've been trying to work out what that fifth thing was. It's the robber. And it's a robber sheep. But why? <laughs> That's not a thing in Catan. But it's a robber. Because so I, look- I was looking at it and going... Why is that or? <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because it's been bad. So, Ian, uh, anyway, uh, what's happening over in FFG land? <laughs> Fancy Flight Games are going to permaban themselves and all of their users. This is the news that Fancy Flight Games are closing their forums on January the 31st, 2021. There's a project to archive it in the Wayback Machine, but... That might not work. So, if there's anything on those forums that you want to save, save it now. Forums have been a great resource over the years, featuring frequently asked questions, designer interactions, and tournament organisation. This continues Fancy Flight Games' streamlining process from their parent company, and many of the games most heavily featured on the forums, such as the X-Wing Miniatures game, are moving to other companies under Asmodee's control. Other spaces for the discussion of their games are out with Fancy Flight Games' control, most notably shown by the Netrunner subreddit, who've wholeheartedly embraced the fan project, Project Nisei, as the game's ruling body, after the discontinuation by Fantasy Flight Games. So, Ian and Jamie, what do you reckon about Fantasy Flight Games turning it over to the fans and saying, it's up to you now? I think it's, they, it's what Fantasy Flight have always done. Like Basically, like the support for their games has been spotty, to say the least, over yep. the course of the years, like in terms of like tournament support and that kind of thing, and a lot of the actual enthusiasm and tournament support and like sort of online play and that kind of thing that have been created by have been created by fans over the course of the years. There's Gentechi, obviously, for Netrunner. There's loads and loads of online resources for things like Arkham and uh, sort Arkham Horror and LCG and all that. There's uh, Arkham DB for like making decks and that kind of thing and all that kind of stuff. I mean, should be provided by Fantasy Flight, but fans are so enthusiastic they provide it themselves. I think so. I think there's there's a grand tradition of projects being discontinued and fans leaping to it. I mean, the one that immediately jumps to my mind and to my eyeline right now is Dune, because when that got shelved in 1984, you know, it became a holy grail game. Yeah. yeah. Coincidentally, when the Dune film came out. I think especially also like forums, if you man forums as a company, you have to moderate them. You have to employ someone to do that yeah absolutely you just do and if you turn it if you turn it over to like the wilds of the internet it doesn't matter as much i used some of the resources online on the forum for when i was running a game of only war which was their warhammer 40,000 imperial guard campaign uh just for some ideas on regiment creation and some weapons that i thought would be more fitting for the setting that there were no no rules for, but someone else had done it, or vehicles. And I, it was very helpful. If they continue to 
want to develop fan interactions without forums. I mean, the I don't know about logical, but the assumed next step maybe something like a Discord, because yeah, because maybe. any idiots are starting their Discord right now. All the crazy people do that. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's entirely unexpected. Speaking of unexpected, let's go with the news. I was going to say Corey Kaneska. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah Corey Kaneska. You you heard of him? Ian? He did uh, games like Battlestar Galactica and uh, Star Wars Rebellion. And Twilight Imperium. Sorry, I've never heard of that. Corey Kaneska, yeah, he left Fantasy Flight. Uh, His post was Vice President of Research and Development. And last year he announced he was leaving to set up a new studio within Asmodee uh, Games. And now it has been officially announced. It is Unexpected Games. And its new game is going to... Well, its first game is going to be out, I think, next year. I think the plan was this year. Anyway, that's enough for the headlines. Let's go on to the news. in Cast 59 that the creators of the Dragonlands books were taking Wizards of the Coast to courts over Wizards' cancellation of forthcoming projects. Now it seems the case has been dismissed without prejudice. This means the case could be raised again. However, in this instance, the case has been withdrawn by the plaintiffs, aka the Dragonlands books authors, and Margaret Weiss, one of the plaintiffs, has posted on her Twitter, I know some of you have seen that our lawsuit against Wizards of the Coast was dismissed, I can't say anything yet, but watch for exciting news in the weeks to come. And thank you so much for your support. We think all this points to an out-of-court settlement. We've got to keep our eyes on uh, Twitter and social medias. Absolutely. Funnily enough, there's also been rumours of a new Dungeons & Dragons setting book being announced in the next couple of days or weeks. So who knows if that has anything to do with it. Might not. It might be uh, more likely Greyhawk. Possible. Possibly. Just because references to Mordenkainen, uh, the Tome of Foes, for example. That's true. Anyway, Jamie, Origins are mixing up their awards once more. It's January, and I thought I could let my Homburg of Awards uh, rest and hibernate, if you will, for a couple of months before I could dust it off again. But no, I've had to take it out of the box a little bit early, because... Funnily enough, just after we finished recording the last podcast of the year, I'm talking probably hours after we'd finished, there was news from the Origins Awards, and they have decided to change their awards categories. Now, these new changes are to the RPG category specifically, and come after feedback from the jury and publishers. So they've expanded the current raft of awards based on RPGs, so it will now be... Best RPG Core Rule Set, Best RPG Supplement, Best RPG Adventure. Good to see them expand that category. It seems natural considering the popularity of things like Itch that we were talking about in the end of your cast and RPGs in general sort of expanding and growing over the course of 2020. Yep. Makes sense an awards group like Origins are expanding as well. Yeah, as they become more and more prevalent in the collective popular consciousness and the zeitgeist. Uh, it's indeed their accomplishments deserve to be awarded rather than just lumping them all into one thing. I mean, if you want, yeah. uh, if you want an example from the world of film, uh, you know, when the film Get Out by Jordan Peele came out in twenty seventeen, I think it was nominated at the Golden Globes for best comedy or musical because it wouldn't fit in the best drama. Yeah, a bit more striation there, please, folks. Some striation is good. 
Jamie's let me his financial pants. I've had to adjust them slightly, but they, they do fit okay. I mean, it is 2020, so they're actually financial loungewear, like joggy bottoms. Oh, okay, so they're more like financial pajamas. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, they're extremely comfy. And uh, yes, he's let me them to talk about the record-breaking Games Workshop. Uh, Games Workshop have released a half-year update showing sales of £185 million and profits of £90 million for 2020. Comparing the equivalent report from last year shows sales have grown by £40 million, around a, around a quarter, but the profits have increased drastically from £59 million to £90 million. This is incredibly impressive in 2020, considering British businesses faced both a pandemic and the B word. I repeat what I said in the end of your cast, and I'll say it again. I think the Bank of England is going to soon announce we are switching from whatever standard we're currently on. I think it was a gold standard, maybe it was a silver standard, to the Space Marine standard. Indeed, we'll, we'll just uh, we'll just exchange little plastic miniatures for goods. Yeah, it's like bartering, except you know. One, one Primaris for an orange. Yeah, oh no, Primaris is worth a bit more than an orange. But then it cost depends on chapter size and what you've painted it, if it's painted <laughs> or not. And if you talk about the Black Templars chapter, which essentially you've got no idea how many Marines there actually are because there's multiple crusades. You're talking maybe Legion strength and that's to talk about the Dark Angels as well because technically the Unforgiven are at Legion strength. Jamie. Nobody talks about that. Jamie. Yes. Jamie. Jamie. Ian. Stop me from my derailment of talking about space marines because uh, I'd rather talk about imperial. I'd rather talk about imperial guard. Talk to me about the the tabletop industry in the UK in general. Yeah, the little report out of this is money.co.uk, basically reporting on the the strength of the UK tabletop industry. This report's a little sparse, but essentially it's, it's the market research agency NPD saying that games and puzzle orders are up 31% contrasted with 2019. That's kind of understandable, I guess, considering everyone's been stuck at home and looking for things to do. But it's great for the industry. It's seen a massive growth in it. A lot of that stuff's going to be what we would consider not our kind of games. It'll be sort of more mainstream stuff like Cluedo, Monopoly, Scrabble, that kind of thing. But it's all good. Ian, I'm sorry. I'm going to take issue with you there, saying it's not our kind of games. Let's not have this gatekeeping nonsense here, okay? We accept all board games. The Monopoly news is Monopoly news for a reason. Now, initially, it was a joke like, oh, there's Monopoly all the time. Imagine we did Monopoly every time. But I won't have the, it's not our kind of game. Because it's not an us and them. It's all of us together. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry, sorry, Ian. I I had to come down a bit hard, but you know. (laughs) No, no, that's, that's, that's completely fair. Yeah, no, it's good to see people getting into board games anyway. And yeah. Uh, it's it's good to see the the board game industry growing, and hopefully we'll see more of that over the course of twenty twenty one. Anyway, Jamie explained a thing I didn't understand to the audience. Yeah, I, I really Ian did ask me. He's like, I have no idea what who this person is and and what I'm talking about. So so you do it because you're young. Um, I have a fringe idea who this. Is. Anyway, children's pop star and influencer Jojo Siwa, her of the famous Jojo bows from several years ago. If you have a uh, young female children, uh, announced on her Instagram that a children's board game manufactured with her name on it had inappropriate content. I shouldn't laugh. Uh, it's just, it's just you know, a kind of comedy of the slightly grotesque. Photos featuring the board game called Jojo's Juice, which were manufactured by Nickelodeon, were posted to Facebook by a customer uh, on Friday, which is the day we were recording. Now, these photos show... Uh, The cards that were in the game include questions about whether players have ever walked in on someone naked or gone outside without underwear. Now, Jojo Siwa herself called the game gross on her Instagram, asked for it to be recalled, and said, I would have never, ever, 
ever approved or agreed to be associated with this game if I would have seen these cards before they started selling it. What game do you think they put her name on? And who was working at Quality Control that day? Answers on the postcard. Yeah, it sounds like they put a generic have you ever game in a box, put her name on the front cover and gone. Jobs are good. And, it's a shame. And then sold it. It's, it's a shame. Yep. It's, it's laughing just because it's funny. It's like, it's a kid's game and it's like, oh, have you, have you ever watched it on someone? Come on. Yeah, that that's that's pretty bad. It is the reality of how a lot of these things get produced, though, when when you're talking about things that are franchised and licensed. No, I know. They take know. like a, a game they have they have rights for, stick a label on it, resell it, and obviously, yeah, someone's not done quite all the work here. You talk you're talking about that to me, and you you know what story's next. We'll come back to that. But first, we'd like to thank very much our patrons for uh, supporting us through 2020 and continuing to support us into 2021, especially our executive producers, Lucky Sparrow Gaming Cafe. We hope all those folks are doing well despite the closure of the cafe. And Sean Newman from the Game A Lot team. There are loads of ways to support us. You can join our patron, of course. You can uh, buy things off the giant brain site we've got a lot of amazon affiliate links there and we also have a support us page which has very various things like direct paypal donations and various companies you can go and buy things from including metallic dice games who have very kindly joined up with us to sell some of their fantastic metal dice if you use the checkout code roll with brains that's all capital letters r-o-l-l-w-i-t-h-b-r-a-i-n-s you'll get a 10 percent discount and we'll get a little cut as well and they produce some very nice things though they are in the states so things of that nature may be affected quite horribly by brexit taxes I think that's worth saying. It's one thing to just be a little bit aware of. Yeah. When you, if you're ordering anything right now, please be aware of where it's coming from. One other thing that we would like to announce is that our Discord is now live. Woo. We have had a private Discord for some time where we chat about the cast and organize things, organize news articles and organize the cast and do this recording as well. Since the... Uh, sound effect uh, <laughs> at the end of last year we have decided to re-model the discord in the uh, in to have bring you a virtual giant brain hq you can join in with that we'll put a link to the discord in the show notes that link will stay open for basically ever and you are welcome to come and join us and talk about board games card games and computer games anything you want to talk about we've got loads of categories loads of ways to interact with us and the various other members of the discord and we look forward to growing the community there over the course of 2021 and playing some games with you folks and you can also come and watch uh, us record live as well in the brainwave studio we're exactly as we sound Exactly as we sound. There's never any extraneous material. Now, Ian said that we have a, had a private Discord, which don't think you're missing out. It's basically the three of us no. just <laughs> organizing the podcast, sending each other news, uh, and Ian posting up pictures of his cocktails going, this is pretty good, uh, usually after the third or fourth one. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say enjoying adult beverages is uh, is absolutely fine. It is. And you're proud of your proud of your mixology because we're talking about mixology as well and and books and films and all sorts of things in there so yeah do come along join us on the discord chat with us uh, it'd be lovely to see you there let's get out of here jamie anyway jamie someone's very old this year and it's not me 
Well, it is you. But also, Monopoly is 85 years old this year. It's crazy to think that game, which is pretty much cemented. I mean, it's one of the bedrocks of, of board gaming. You know, it's that, it's chess. Uh, but yeah, 85 years old, Monopoly. Mad, crazy. But uh, it hasn't stopped Hasbro, oh no, from throwing a lavish party for Monopoly. And by lavish party, I mean, of course, a new Monopoly edition. Monopoly 85th Anniversary Edition. The board is sort of kind of negatively printed. Where it's, you know, it's kind of black. And where the lettering would be black, instead it's white. So it's, you know, it got that very kind of chic look. And all the property titles are still the same colour, but they're sparkly as well. And it features, from Hasbro's website, oh yes, classic Monopoly gameplay. That we all know, and no, uh, no, it's fine. No, it's 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 what we well, we all know, and we none of that gatekeeping here, Jim. No, I, I I was I was doing an irreverent and sideways look at it, and we all have cut our teeth at one time or another on Monopoly, which is you know is absolutely that, fair. That's true, and it is. We can we can kind of jokingly go, oh well, Monopoly. It's a very successful game, so you can't argue with those cold hard cash figures. Anyway, indeed, tokens because you know tokens are golden to symbolize again from hasbro website living the good life of luxury and fun a race car sunglasses a yacht a bow tie a jet a helicopter a wristwatch and a top hat houses are silver and hotels are gold so it's very swanky very fancy the money kind of hasn't changed but uh, no, no. Amazon will have it in stock by the 17th of January. And yeah, you know, it's a very swish monopoly. Well, thank you very much for listening. If you like what you've listened to, then the best way to help us out, as always, is just to share the podcast around on whatever social media is your particular one of choice and drop us a review and rating on iTunes if you use that platform. That's really, really helpful. You can also follow us on the usual places. Twitter, we're at The Giant Brain. Instagram, Giant Brain UK. Facebook, The Giant Brain. Our website is giantbrain.co.uk and you can email us about anything in the show at giantbrainuk at gmail.com. And of course, come and join us on our Discord and chat with the team directly about whatever you like that'd be great to see you there thank you very much uh bye 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 i'm nodding my head which is terrible radio you're always terrible radio i am okay we're done cool